1: wanna know an embarrassing song that I've stuck in my head? I would love to know. I have leaned like a cholo stuck
0: in my head. Wow. So that's where I I'm don't at even think right that that's the first of that reference on this podcast. I believe that. Which is the actually. word I think, Like you just saying <laughs> those words like made me like go into a flashback of like us talking ostensibly about that song on this podcast.
1: You know, I just go into my brain sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You know and I just curl up. And sometimes that leads me to a place where I just remember music from when I was in middle of school. I guess. You know? And that's one of those songs <laughs> where, you know, I have to lean like a solo. Sure,
0: yeah. Everyone yeah. has their own safe spaces, all right? <laughs>
1: i don't know if that is what i would consider it i think if i had to consider a piece of music to be my safe space i think it would be unwritten oh by God. natasha beddingfield
0: but you say every
1: time you listen to it you just sob that doesn't mean that doesn't negate the safeness of the space i mean maybe it a just means bit
0: though I feel like if I I had a song that was like my safe space and I listened to it all the time to feel comfort, I wouldn't necessarily want to also be crying in that experience. I think
1: some of my favorite songs in middle school were sad songs because my moon sign is in Scorpio. You know what I mean? (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) This is over. Like, unwritten was one of my favorites in middle school. Bleeding love. Yeah. And. How to Save a Life. Oh my god. All, and Yellow, because I'm- I hate you. I was an emo yep. child. <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I wasn't- Okay, I, this well, is a- <laughs> let's be honest. I loved MCR, so I mean, you know what this I mean? This is a bit of a
0: pivot, but also tangentially related. I saw Crazy Rich Asians a couple weeks ago <gasps> or whatever. It was so good. Which, great flick. Yeah, there's a lot of um, Eastern covers of Western songs. It's very good. Um, which are all bops. Like, there's one of Material Girl that, like, slaps- but there's one it's at the, the end. Slap. It's yeah, it's Daslab in any language. Yep. <laughs> um, but there's one at the end and quite literally Ugh. the entire time I was trying to place what that song was. Yep, same. <laughs> and it was fucking yellow in Chinese yep. and I was like, "Oh, cool. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Guess I'll just I jump off the bridge, <laughs> I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure out why I was crying. <laughs> and then it was like, "Oh, it's because it's yellow" by Coldplay. Great. That's why yeah. I'll just crumble up and die now. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Fucking
1: and then to find out that it was like a non-negotiable song.
0: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: It was so good. I love it. Also, hi, this is your non-negotiable podcast into the twilight. Welcome. Welcome. Um, this is,
0: you're contractually obligated to listen now. Sorry. <laughs>
1: and also, you're back to being an emo middle schooler. Sorry?
0: I, yeah. <laughs> it just... I, I don't know why that is the one power that we possess onto you, but that is our curse we must give to all of our listeners.
1: Get your Livestrong bracelets back. Yep. Get your Slap bracelets back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Get your Jelly bracelets back. Yeah.
0: And have did just, you, like, a questionable hairstyle, preferably with, like, a weird bang moment.
1: Oh, my God. Fuck. <laughs> um, did your middle school have the jelly bracelets where they had weird, like, sexual meanings?
0: I think there were a couple people that did it, but it wasn't, like, a widespread thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. but <sighs> so The people that had them had, like, a lot. And I'm like, Are, yep. is your wrist okay? <laughs> Like, yeah. I feel like, and they were just so tight. I feel like all of the, like, the, they just cir- cut the circulation off of their wrists. And I'm like, are you okay? You might just pass out. Yeah. Like, it's like 50 bracelets <laughs> on your arm.
1: Yeah. It's like, okay, Brittany, I know that you think that pink means you've made out with boys, but what it really means is that your arm is about to be truncated. <laughs> like, okay.
0: Bethany, your arm is bruising. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
1: That's very good. Speaking of middle school because this whole podcast is basically my middle school come I, I don't to know life. when
0: that happened, but now like week to week we are just like rehashing middle school.
1: I I have no ragrats about it. You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> don't
1: I need to tell you really quick before I ask you about how your week was because this isn't an, an important del. Like development that will color how our conversation goes for the rest of this hour. Um, I am a vampire.
0: Great. Um, can we elaborate (laughs) on that? Um,
1: yes. So, one of the things that has happened since I I spoke to you last,
0: Uh
1: um, is I I saw gravity for the first time.
0: Yeah, congratulations.
1: Thank you. I am now a functioning member of society. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I saw a, a theater here in Seattle that is is quite well known. It's called Cinerama. Uh-huh. Um, and we we walked in, and this theater is known for having chocolate popcorn. Now, if you're not from here, you might be like, "The fuck." Um, sure. Same. <laughs> i <laughs> now it is popcorn that is covered in a chocolate sauce like a okay. fudgy kind of sauce sure and i, I was like that sure yeah um and i was like yeah this sounds fine right whatever yeah now my boyfriend and i walked in to get to see this this film Um, and I realized that somehow in the course of moving to Seattle, I had become a vampire because as soon as we walked in, two things immediately happened. One, um, I audibly moaned in front of about 30 strangers Mm -hmm. upon smelling this chocolate popcorn, (laughs) which this whole entrance to the theater smelled like brownies. Like freshly cooked brownies because of this chocolate popcorn. The other thing that happened is I physically grabbed my throat like a newborn vampire would because of the smell um, and because my mouth was physically watering Uh from this popcorn. And I have never experienced my newborn vampire symptoms so much as this chocolate popcorn has made me do so. Uh Uh-huh. So I just wanted to let you know about these new changes that I'm currently experiencing. And I would like your sympathy um, <laughs> it, during this new transition.
0: So just to clarify here. Yes. What makes you think that you are now a vampire? Is um, because you enjoyed the smell of popcorn with chocolate on it? And
1: because of my uncontrollable thirst um, to the point where I was absolutely ravenous um, <laughs> as we walked up to the theater assistant at the uh, the counter and I could not speak. I, my boyfriend had to order for me as I grasped my throat uh-huh. um, and looked at this poor theater attendant with just pleading eyes of like, I need this now, and if you do not give it to me, I will, I will kill you, um, because I need this is this is my this is my drug of choice now, and I have not <laughs> had it, but I know that I need it. Um, I guess, and it did taste like <laughs> cocoa puffs. Thank you for asking. Which is this? It is my drug of choice. Yeah. Uh,
0: I I yeah. guess I understand this like primal kind of energy that's going on here. Yeah, but. Last time, I mean, I guess I'm not maybe super up to date on my vampire lore, but last time I checked, uh, it was more like a, a, blood thing than like a, a food stuff thing.
1: Oh, I did. That's, oh, I, I was so caught up in the story. I forgot to tell you. So the, 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 the <laughs> that's right. The, the chocolate sauce did have blood in it. Okay. I forgot to tell you that part.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And that's, that's a, right. just a Seattle classic. That's just what right. they do over there. Great. Okay. Right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See that. So they that makes sense. That clears everything out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So they one of the things that's important to know about all of us here in Seattle. Um, <laughs> most of us, right, are are vegetarians or vegans. Um, but they do know that because we all don't go out in the sun. Um, that we're usually low on vitamin D and sure. iron. Yep. So there is a huge disclaimer next to it that says <laughs> that we've added in vitamins. Um, but the important <laughs> thing about that is they they've just put vitamins in quotation marks. Got it. Um, Got and it. that is just blood. Cool. Yep. Great. And it, it was very addicting.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can imagine.
1: So I have, um, I have gone back for every meal sense
0: yeah hey i get it
1: yeah <laughs> so that's my update how are
0: you um you know max and relax and all cool as you do uh, right right i mean the big city as they call it the big apple per se right in the future just so still also, chicago still yeah <laughs> yeah chicago's <laughs> got a little bit of a rebrand no one in <laughs> new york for a week just hanging out
1: great I love a great it. Great
0: time. Yep. Haven't turned into a vampire, so you know what. Everything's get better. on it. I yeah. I guess I gotta fucking speed up.
1: Yeah. I mean, all I can recommend is you know see why their pizza is so popular. You know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> great. Yep. That's that's the secret. Yeah. Um, I've heard that it's a little warm there. It's listen. I don't want to be the kind of person that talks about weather on every episode of a podcast, but my God, am I fucking dying. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are lucky because I turned off my AC for good audio quality. So you're fucking welcome. But just know that throughout the entirety of this hour, I will be sweating everywhere.
1: And we will be adding that sweat to patrons uh, first. So if you just want
0: to check back. Yeah. I will compress it into a digital format. And yep. just disperse it amongst all of the patrons. <laughs> and it'll be, like, a cool, intimate way of, like, us connecting and getting together. It'll be very good.
1: Yeah, I love that.
0: Um, yeah, I am collecting it in glass jars as we speak. <laughs> oh my god, that's I and love that. we're gonna, it's gonna be great. Speaking of getting
1: together, um, one other brief update since the last time that I saw you. We had a... A keynote today during one of my presentations that I thought I should tell you about. So we had a, a presenter come today and um, it's someone that I think you might know who that is. All right. So are you are you familiar with the the film Mean Girls? I am. Yep. Great. Great. So that was based off of a book called Queen Bees and Bees, uh-huh. and today we had the author of that, Rosalind Wiseman, come to speak to oh. our school district. Wow. Um, which was iconic and pretty yeah. A+. Plus. Yeah. Um, so Rosalind has written other books other than that, which I would highly recommend, um, and I think For most folks that have been to any sort of convention or things like that, I think most of us have experienced a boring keynote before.
0: Uh Awesome.
1: And um, especially ones that are kind of longer. And so it's very easy to kind of disengage during that time. Rosalind's was not that by any means. And so if you ever have a chance to look up her information, I would highly do so. But it was very interesting to see the person behind the the Mean Girls story, especially since that is, like, middle school in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. Wow.
1: So, A-plus would recommend, especially because this is, in theory, a book podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah you, i forget but yep we do read books here yeah
1: i forget sometimes too um speaking of would you like to transition to current events with me yeah 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 fantastic we have a corner today one one of many, one of many um but this one returns to roots that make me very happy and that is a real estate corner um, so I know a few weeks ago we had talked about the fact that the toilet house um was up for sale. Now, if that was one that was in a location that maybe didn't strike your interest, do we have a treat for you?
0: Um
1: Fuck, dude. We have two homes um, that may be more up your alley. So would can you... Can you please
0: do this? No, can you please do this in a real estate voice? <clears throat> I can. <laughs> can you sell me these houses? I can, um, but I would like you to sell one of them to me. Well, if you love Seattle, which <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, probably probably a good bet. Or you're, you're like, hey, I'm interested I don't live there, but I'm interested in expanding my cultural horizons, seeing what this city has got to offer. Well, if you have $11.5 million.
1: Which we know you do if you're listening which we, to this.
0: Come on. Like, come on. First, step one, become a patron. Step two, <laughs> buy a beautifully lavish mansion, also known as Christian Gray's penthouse, Seattle apartment. And it looks ridiculous. Yes. It's there's everything is also circular. Yep. Um there's a lot of full like ceiling to floor windows, a lot of circular couches, many instruments. There's like a giant piano and a cello. It's... There's some rugs. Oof. There's a lot there's a lot of good stuff here. There's very fancy <clears throat> printed chairs. <laughs> yeah, I wonder there's if it more, comes furnace. Yeah, I, that's a good question. Um, there is a high heel just sitting on one of the shelves uh, at the bar, <laughs> which is, I think, is a fun touch if you're
1: looking. at it. it has an amazing view of the water.
0: Yeah that that view is tight. Like you can see everything. Oof.
1: It's very good. Yeah. Um, so we were we were talking a lot of shit about, um, Anna and Catherine being so close to the water for their prices. Um, Uh for this, you get all of the amenities that it has to offer
0: there. Look at that. Look at that.
1: So, yeah, I would definitely do it for sure. Yeah.
0: We know you can. So just, Mm -hmm. bite the bullet. Or... Get your move on.
1: If you don't want to do it, I will take it off your hands. You know, if you, (laughs) if you have money to spare... I would love to have this home for you, you know? Yeah. You, you know, you know? Allie's
0: a great house sitter.
1: I will I will pet sit for you there whenever you need. Oh, yeah. Just let me know.
0: Yeah. Yes. That was to fantastic. DMs.
1: Slide into our DMs. Slide later in. Whenever. Yeah. Yes, that was fantastic, Cody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So mine is a glass home in L.A., um, and this is a home that was most notably known for being Jamie Dornan's home um, here in L.A. And I think what we mean by L.A., right, is that this isn't necessarily in downtown, but more so um, in the valley, right? Um, The thing that I love most about this home is that it was first built in the late 50s, so it has a very much of a, um, like, more of a, a Brady Bunch kind of original framework to it, but it's Got far more of like an open air vibe, like floor floor to ceiling glass doors, um, a fantastic outdoor pool, a fire pit, a hot tub. Whatever you need, it is here for you. Um, and a little bit more of like a, an Art Deco vibe with more of an environmental a friendly um, look to it too. Hell yeah! One of the the things that stands out to me as well is in the the master bathroom it has a bunch of fantastic tiling all throughout it Um, and one of the things about the reason why they call this a glass home is that there is not an absence of windows so wherever you look there is natural lighting and so when you think about um, having a kitchen here. So it has like an all modern gray kitchen here. But one of the things that's fantastic about it is you can open up one of the walls. And so it's directly open to the outdoor space, which is fantastic for thinking about expanding on your, your floor and square footage here too. Um, but one of the things that I love about this too, with, Being in L.A., you don't necessarily would have to turn on your lights during the day here because you have so much natural light in this space. And it's definitely one of those spaces that would be fantastic for dinner parties. Like, being able to host a party in this house would be amazing.
0: I would fucking ball out at a party here. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. I would would steal
0: everything in this (laughs) home.
1: The way that it's set up um, is kind of made for for hosting a a party here. So I would give it a look. Um, Could you imagine
0: a New Year's party here? Oof. Oh my god.
1: It is definitely a steal um, for being (laughs) $3.2 million. um, Because it is a four-bedroom, four-bathroom home with all the amenities that it has being in L.A. So... Definitely take a look at it. It is advertised for having no red room of pain and sight,
0: too. Look at that. Yep. So I mean, there's but there's room to expand. So there is ideally, if you want, you can. Yes,
1: there is no absence of red though in one of the trailers that we want to talk about today. Um, Would you like to take the lead on that, Cody?
0: Sure. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the film corner. We're talking about Suspiria, which was a movie, but now it's gonna be a movie again. Dantefa, starring our very own Dakota Johnson, our own, ours. She's ours. Yep, she's ours. Um, And also Tilda Swinton's there, and the trailer just came out, and it looks great. A lot. There's been a lot of people being like, I'm not sure if I'm gonna like it, or like, I don't know if I'm gonna compare it to the old one. We're going to figure it out. Alright, we're going to figure this out together, but. As we always say here. It's pretty fun. Yeah. We're all in this together. That's, if there's one thing that we say here, it's we're all in this together. Am I doing the dance right now?
1: You don't know, but I am.
0: I know, I know.
1: You know in your heart.
0: You're doing it. (laughs) Yeah. But it's an Amazon Studios movie, which is fun and exciting. And yeah. We're gonna see our our girl. Hell yeah, I love it. Yeah.
1: Speaking of our girl, um, yeah. let's chat about Charlie's Angels, Please because yeah. oh my god, um, wow. <laughs> so, Key hi, how are you? Hello. 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 I'm so looking forward to this movie. But there's been some updates about the fact that it's um, Kesu has updated that this new Charlie's Angels film is going to be, quote, grounded and well-intentioned via an article that was posted on The Hollywood Reporter. Um, But one of the things that you mentioned to me about this in this article is that she is sorry. What? Um, She's what, Cody? She's what?
0: She started boxing. (laughs) Which I... Like, I want to light myself on fire knowing that information. Just having that information in my brain and just having a mental picture of Kristen Stewart boxing at any capacity makes me want to jump (laughs) off my roof.
1: Now, here's something. And I'm just going to throw this out here because it just came into my mind and I'm in pain. So now I need to share it with you. Sure. Remake of Million Dollar Baby with... Case do and Hilary yes. Swank discuss.
0: Oh. oh, yes. Huge fan.
1: Because it's all I've ever wanted now. <laughs>
0: Huge fan.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I, would, I would die. I would just, I would melt, and I would fall apart, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Now, our last corner today. And if you haven't seen this coming yet, you should know. Like, you should be saying it aloud on your public oh. transit, on your in your car, in your bathroom, if you're getting ready in the morning. Like, say it all with me, folks. 3, two, 1. More. Screen right corner. Yeah. Um, they are back. They are here.
0: Um, it is... Week after, after week. week, we got that fresh Twilight content.
1: They never slow down. They never let mm-hmm. us go. They are here for us. We are here for them. It is a symbiotic relationship. Hello... I remember that word. Okay, <clears throat> this week, um, twenty-five mm-hmm, crazy re- revelations about Bella and Jacobs' relationship. So most of these we already know. Okay. Yeah. Um, there are some that I think are <laughs> Im- important to talk about. Um, I think one I just and this has some photos when it. Right, because it's a listicle. Um, yeah, the one that I I want to touch on not necessarily because of the content but being because of the photo is number 22. Um, okay. <laughs> mainly because of, and hi, I haven't said this in a long time, but fuck Mike Newton,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: is just because of Mike Newton's body language <laughs>
0: in this <laughs> photo. <laughs> he, and, he looks like one of those... Um, Inflatable tube guys outside oh. of the car dealership. <laughs> he does.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does. It's the scene from New Moon um, when they're on the staircase out at the movie theater. And he does. He looks like one of those flippy floppy things.
0: Also, this photo is under a bullet point that has nothing to do with Mike Newton. Yep. Which makes me believe that they don't know what Edward looks like. <laughs> because this whole graph it's number 22 is Bella has more in common with Jacob than Edward and then they're talking about like how they have more in common or whatever and never is Mike Newton ever mentioned it is just talking about Edward, Bella, and Jacob so I just don't think they had a picture that was like all of them hanging out because they don't hang out so they were like he's close enough I guess (laughs) just no one's gonna notice let's just slap this guy on
1: yeah I'm that I love that headcanon very much yeah. I'm very interested, if you all have a chance to just take a few <laughs> minutes to look through this article, um, I'd be very interested for our listeners to to read through a couple of these and to hear your public opinions, like to sure. tweet at us and let us know whether you agree or disagree
0: with some of these, and maybe we can
1: follow up on that next week.
0: Yeah. Um, because I will say, one of the most egregious things I had to read <laughs> while looking at this article is in, like, the intro bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a line that says, "Well, he didn't get the girl. Jacob did get second best, mm. her daughter, mm. and that mm, I'm. You can't hear it, but in, in media res, I am pulling off my skin and I am just throwing it away, <sighs> and it's going into
1: the sweat. And so you can also pay for that too, um, Gross. <laughs> if you want to create your own coat. I don't know where this is going." <laughs>
0: This, yeah, this is just turning into like a weird cloning situation, which like I guess not against, but still a little weird,
1: um one that I thought was very interesting was number ten, which said Bella could have started a wolf vampire war, um <laughs> which would have been a very interesting twist for the series
0: that I would have loved that,
1: um the one that I think I don't. I have a lot of feelings about is number eight, which is Bella has a thing for very unstable men (sighs) because, and I feel like this could be our own episode of unpacking this. So I think, I think we might need to return to this next week. My homework for you all listeners was to take a look at the screen rant article. And again, it's called Twilight 25 crazy revelations about Bella and Jacob's relationship. Look through a couple of these, see if there's any that you agree with, any that you disagree with, um, and we'll, we'll try to follow up on this next week, um, yeah. just because we do have content that we need to get through, and that way we can... <laughs> Hashtag content. Yes, but that way we can, we can have a little bit of a discussion about this and kind of unpack this a little bit more, because it's been a while since we've, we've touched on some of this content as far yeah. as Twilight goes, and I think that it would, be, it would be fun to kind of touch on it a little bit more um but yeah i just i appreciate screen rant giving us that good good
0: thank you yes
1: okay we have two questions one from our patron taylor brown 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 town <laughs> yes i couldn't i physically could not stop saying it i was lost He's in like, a four <laughs> so taylor's question is christian is trash for anna so, what other fictional character from any series would you rather see Anna with?
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, right off the bat. Yeah. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just because they're both career focused sure. folks. Okay. And I think, you know, they're both going into very focused careers. But realistically. Uh-huh. I think Angela would be more suited.
0: Because <laughs> they're both quiet. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would have to say, if he was older, don't fucking call the cops on me, uh, Peter Kravinsky. <laughs> oh my god. Because listen the fuck up, all right? He understands boundaries. Yes. He is good at, he learns how to communicate. <laughs> and that's I'm, true. In, in this imaginary world where he's older, he has gone through relationships and knows what's up and is not as bad as communicating as he was previously or understanding and navigating his feelings. And also, Anna has the experience of a high schooler, so really, it's fine. <laughs> True. <laughs> They're both in, like, their emotional states of maturity. Like, <laughs> Yes. Wouldn't that be
1: cute? I love that. That is a fantastic suggestion.
0: Thank you. Um... Yes. Good. Fantastic. I love it. Um, would you like to read the second question? Yeah. Who would win in a cage match? Bella versus Anna, Aaron versus Christian, Kate versus Jessica, any other Twilight <laughs> character, and their Fifty Shades of Grey counterpart. All right. So, let's go. Ring
1: fight. Face out. So, I'm imagining Bella pre
0: vampire stage. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's fair. That's fair. I still think she's scrappy as fuck. That's true so yeah she's very resourceful well she's classy as fuck but like i mean hi she can she, fucking maneuver you know she threw
1: that rock into her vein like she gives That's no true. folks
0: yeah um
1: <laughs> yeah she is ready to die at any moment like
0: um
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> like literally ready to sacrifice yourself for exactly i think bella would win for yep. sure Edward versus Christian low key um is that not the fucking I'm not going to say his name but the how, how does Pig Latin go the Lolpe pay um oh my god <laughs> youtube match that just happened
0: yeah basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wow, well, really flexing out your pig line.
1: I legitimately, I don't feel like I've used that since sixth grade. Um, yeah. Wow, we are just doing all the throwbacks this week. Yes, I legitimately have no idea who would win that. Because I feel like Christian would just, like, rip off his face and there'd be another yes. face behind it. Like, I have no idea what would happen. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, I feel, I'm going to put my bets behind Edward.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like realistically, Okay. he is um, the superhuman out of all.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I feel like Kate is rich, so she probably received, like, fancy girl training, but I <laughs> sure. think that Jessica is scrappy.
0: Yeah, Jessica has that fucking scrappy fucking, like, raw energy that she'll just, like, throw down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like you watch Jessica put up her po- her hair into a ponytail, and it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. something's about to happen.
0: Um, but also, I feel like they'd meet each other and then just, like, say, this is lame, and then just go and drink wine or something. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like,
1: okay, let's have an intent versus impact conversation and just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jacob versus Jose. <laughs> I feel like they would just... Be like, hey man, hey man, and then just hug it out.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'd be very tender.
1: (laughs) Yep, I agree. Let's go ahead and get into chapters five and six. So, previously on Into the Twilight, we (laughs) talked about...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Last time,
1: Into the Twilight. (laughs) We talked about chapters three and four where we left off was going into the fancy salon and Mrs. Robinson was there. And Anna was, yes, exactly. And Anna was pissed. So this is where we start off with chapter five. There's still like no time has passed. They didn't fall asleep. Anna didn't mysteriously fall asleep in this salon. <laughs> the chapter starts off and we have to remember, right? E.L. James is British, so she doesn't she doesn't speak the way that us in America speak. I almost said America, but like that has a very wow. different connotation now. So she doesn't speak the way that we do in the US. Also, I don't know if you saw, but we got a tweet today saying that there's someone in Switzerland that listens to us.
0: That's nuts. Man. That's
1: what the fuck is that?
0: Wow, can you believe people are in Switzerland? <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine that there's people... And then they choose to listen to our dumb show. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would you ever? Yeah. Um. Tweet there us, must be better things to do in Switzerland, right? <laughs> tweet us your ASL. <laughs> like, uh, but, like,
1: for real, though, like, where do you live? <laughs> okay, but this is the thing. So the second sentence of this chapter... Caused me a lot of grief. So, she finds out that Mrs. Robinson is here. And then she says, quote, my scalp is trying to leave the building. Do you ever... Hey. <laughs> hey. Does your scalp ever try to leave the building?
0: You know what? Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> um, I feel... Like... <sighs> wig flew to Asia, you know? <laughs> okay, but that's the thing, right? This,
1: so, this was published in Who the Fuck Knows When. But is she trying to say Wig.
0: like (laughs) yeah maybe she just doesn't get it she's like this is what the kids say right hello fellow youth um yeah mrs robinson
1: is there and i keep wanting to call her bella is that ever gonna change um anna is pissed (laughs) one of my favorite things about this is christian finally looks over and is like oh shit (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like i've made a mistake i fucked up um He finally walks over to her, and she's like, I- we're going. (laughs) Yeah. So they leave, and walk down the street, and finally, they- they talk about this, and Anna's all like, can you- you know this is, like, fucked up, right? Yeah. And- she finally says, like, I want to go and actually get my hair cut, preferably somewhere where you haven't, you don't know all the staff, you haven't fucked all the staff, like, I want to go somewhere yeah. that I feel Just some safe basic in. guidelines, you know? Yeah, something that should be fairly common sense. Yeah. And so they, they talk again more about Mrs. Robinson, which I feel like she's she's asking all these questions right because we have to remember that she this is her first real relationship and so she's fixating on this. I feel like she wants the information but she doesn't want the information, you know And so yeah. its it sucks. Anyways he gets a call from a security advisor about Layla. And this is where the, what we've been wondering this whole time about the guns the guns finally start coming in. We're here. We made it. Yeah. Congratulations, everyone. Yes. And it's, I expected it to be like, hey, we're here. But it's kind of just a, like, subtle introduction. Um, Yeah. It's
0: wild. We're not going to ramp up super wild yet.
1: Yes. So we find out Layla's left her husband. She ran off with someone, but the person is dead, is what I got from it. I think I think that's what the case is. Um anyway, she's like still trying to find them. Um and Christian's like you need to come with me and Anna doesn't want to go because she likes You're with her me. place. Anna. Yeah. Anna. <laughs> Let me protect you, Anna. And she's like no, I mean I just got to this place and I have barely spent any time with it because I spend right. all the time with you, Christian. And Sir. <laughs> And all he wants to do is just, you know, keep isolating her further. Yeah. And so instead of listening to her needs, he just picks her up in the middle of the street and just walks with her. Because that's something that you do in public. Um, and while, while she's screaming. Yep.
0: To put her down.
1: Yep. Um, so let's talk about bystanders. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so while he is doing that, she comes up with a list of eight realizations, literally listed as a a numbered list here. Um, she's using a lot of ableist language in this part. Um, mainly, um, the reason why it's justified is the fact that she is supposedly listing this off in her head as she's going. So it's, it's not really thought through. Um, the first one being over the shoulder carrying unacceptable for anyone over the age of six. And it's like, um, yes, like you don't just carry someone in public while they are screaming. Um, it's just like, you know, she's not unconscious. <laughs> she's, she's very much, you know, rejecting this. Um, One of the ones, too, that she mentions, and, like, six and seven are kind of intertwined, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. One, six being that he knows her bank account number, and seven being that he just, like, buys her work. Um, Place of work, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I wasn't sure if there were any others that had kind of struck you, Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, there's one where she's like, having crazy ex-girlfriends? Can I blame him for that? I'm so furious. Yes, I can. And it's like, ma'am. Yeah. This girl is clearly, like, going through it. (laughs) Right. And uh, just to, like, rub it off as like, oh, you know, just how, like, exes are just, like, so bananas, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, uh... How about we just like maybe have empathy for people or like right. realize that there's a bigger context in these situations? I don't know.
1: I think there was something that I personally was taught um, when I was younger. There was sort of a an expectation that I would have a part. I would have a partner um, mm-hmm. whose past partners, you know, they would always have that quote unquote like crazy ex, um, and it wasn't until I got older and unfortunately only until, you know, very recently that, that empathy conversation started to come in of like, it is more telling of my current partner and what they say about, you know, their exes, you know, than what they, you know, have experienced kind of thing. It's, it's really frustrating, I think. Um, but it, it isn't until, she says later on the next page um, that she finally asks what happened between him and Layla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she asks, you know, that he, the reason why she wasn't able to go to his place. That we find out that she bought a concealed weapons permit. So hence the guns have have arrived. Um, welcome, welcome to guns. Yes, yep.
0: population. These people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, um, which is Yikes Town. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about too, because they keep saying BlackBerry, and I almost wish that I would, I would just search it too. But like, why the fuck does does he have all Apple products, and he has given her all Apple products with the exception of the BlackBerry? Why is he partial to the BlackBerry? Sorry, I'm sorry.
0: Have you met a businessman? That's true. Blackberries are a business phone. That's true. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I guess BBN. Um, BBM was in, you know? Yeah.
0: That's... Oh, wow. black. I just did a search and <laughs> it's a lot. And none of them are related to the
1: fruit, which is really disappointing. Yeah, unfortunately. Yikes. They start leaving. We find out about Christian and his beauty experience, you know, with the, with the salons and stuff. We find out, because last week we were talking about that. We're like, damn, Christian cares a lot about the beauty salons. Um, We find out that he's just a a silent partner. We find out more information about Mrs. Robinson. Um, We also find out that he dropped out of Harvard. Look at this backstory. I know. Yeah, so he had had a a major in politics and economics, but it wasn't really his thing. When Anna mentions the fact that... um, the pride of his parents, he starts to get, like, really shut off about that. Yep. And we get a little bit more information, like, some backstory about Taylor as well. So we find out that he has a daughter who's seven. Look at this. Which was ah. super cute.
0: A lot. um, And we also... I hope she's way chiller than taking care of Christian. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, sure- my daughter's tight as fuck. Christian's annoying. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I just imagine that she's super chill and just also, yeah. like, very studious, just like Taylor is. Um, yeah. I love that. One of the things that I I was absolutely unsurprised by is he, <clears throat> for the, the gala that is supposed to be that evening, um, it's like his father's charity event or something that we talked about last week, Christian had a personal stylist pick out the clothes that... Anna is supposed to wear this evening and the options that he provided for her were he got nine dresses all different types of options and put them in the walk-in closet she looks at one of them and kind of has the crisis that Bella does um in breaking down part one when she looks at the lingerie that Alice gave her um, yep. that's what I imagined anyways, where she just like puts her head in her hands and just starts having a panic attack. She's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause she looks at the price tag and it's like three grand and she's like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and so she just kind of like falls into the walk-in closet, you know, like, you know, sometimes where you just, you know, hide in a corner somewhere. And so Christian comes in, sees that she's in the closet and is just like, you good? <laughs> um... <laughs> And then the hairstylist comes to the house this time. Love it. And he is described during the first section, or the first sentence of the section, as small, dark, and gay. Great, E.L. James. Anna. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yes. Just great. Mm -hmm. And he's apparently given her layers of both her personality and her hair. Um, is what I got
0: from that. He has fleshed out her personality. She is now a three-dimensional human being. (laughs) You can believe it. So that's
1: great. And when she's finally done with her hair and she does like a twirl in front of Christian and all of his business spreadsheets, her and um, Christian finally have a talk where he's like, what's bothering you, Miss Steele? And she's like, well... (laughs) <laughs> You're the worst. So let's talk. Where do about I begin? Him. Exactly.
0: Christian.
1: They start talking about his hard limit of touching and then he finally shows her his Manila folder of all of the of all of the things that he has of her, which includes the copy of the birth certificate he has of her. The social security dipper resume, employment records, like everything that he could possibly have on her, he has. <sighs> Which, if I saw that, if I saw that someone had everything on me, yep. I would take that and be like, Christian, I'm so sorry. I, this new haircut is just super getting to me. Could you show me where the bathroom is? (laughs) And I would fucking dip. Are you kidding
0: me? That's, it's over. Yeah. Gone, girl. Are you kidding me? No. But also, in a sense, like, she's kind of trapped in that sense, too. Because, like, what if you do leave? And, like, he still has all this information on
1: it. Yeah, I mean, you have to think that he has a backup of it somewhere. Right. I still think my plan of last time, of milking him for all that he has, and then... Oh, yeah. You know, putting those into I funds. hope that's
0: how this ends. Like, secretly, she's like, oh my god, Christian, I love you. Like, I don't know anything about love for relationships. And, like, really, she's just, like, fucking getting that coin. And yep. then she leaves him and just hangs out rich, living her life.
1: Yeah, I mean... You dick down so hard, you get that boy into a prenup, and then you leave. Yeah,
0: listen, that's it.
1: Because as we find out on the next page, he says that he earns $100,000 an hour, which, (sighs) hi, my name is Allie. I am the resident mathematician for this podcast. (laughs) Okay. And if you haven't heard, um, that is a fucking joke, because I can't do math to save my life. I still do multiplication on my fingers I still do addition on my fingers oh my god (laughs) my third grade math teacher taught us multiplication songs that I still sing in my head I can't math is something that is has always been really difficult for my head to process I wish I was joking I'm not um oh my god (laughs) I so I googled this and so that means that he earns $1,666 a minute.
0: Yeah, yeah. That what? <laughs> it's too much money. That's too much.
1: Yeah, that's that's what they talk about with like Bezos and Gates of like if you drop a 20 on the ground, you don't pick that shit up. Because yeah. you earn more. Like it would Ugh. it would cost like it would take more
0: to pick that up. Right. What? (laughs) Like, there's- And here's the fucking thing. Like, I thought he was rich, right? This is, like, a whole nother of, like, just true exuberance, right? Which is why I'm fucking pissed that this isn't as, like, lavish and luxe as it could be, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if he's just dishing out all his money every hour, like- why is this not like Crazy Rich Jasons Why is That's this what not I'm like, saying. like Gatsby? Why are we not throwing parties every fucking day? Like, I just... I don't care about any of this. If we are playing with this much money, I want every page to be, like, leaking with diamonds. I want to just, like... I want to, like, just get in there, feel all those fucking beautiful dresses. I, I want to be there. The only thing but I can think of... not giving that to me. ...is
1: because of his trauma... But it's not, it's not, but even then it's not written the way that it should be. Because it's not, right. it's not because it is PTSD. It's just him right. being a manipulative, abusive asshole.
0: Right.
1: So it's like, if he's a rich person that has PTSD, then write it that way.
0: Yeah. Don't write it. And also, it. he doesn't have problems spending money. No. So it's like, I just want this to be used more effectively. I want parties. Yeah. And I want people in dresses all the time. We get some of that in the next chapter, but I want it all the time. Well, and it's like, if you care so much about feeding people, Christian, then fucking use your money that way. Maybe fucking cater 17 course meals all the time. Yeah. That's what I want. Or, you know. I want those food descriptor <sighs> chapters. That's what I want. Put your money where your mouth is and actually
1: feed people. People that are hungry. God. Don't just... I don't... Do whatever your money is going to right now. Anyways. But yeah. So he makes money. And then the way that this chapter ends... Like there's some food stuff. But the way that this chapter ends is he gives her a a bullet of... Not like gun bullet, But a bullet <laughs> of maroon lipstick. And what he has her do is trace his body with with that actual maroon lipstick so mm-hmm. of like no touch zones and so that way she knows explicitly now like right. where not to touch which I thought I thought was kind of cute yeah so that like they're finally working on ways of consent that are cute and intimate and work for them yeah i thought that it was a long way of doing it but i think like you know whatever works for them and is a way of actually communicating then fine like fine i don't care but if it it now is explicit and they both understand it then good yeah yeah um and that is how the chapter ends so um Chapter 6 starts with um, them continuing this. So, Anna found this activity to be very intimate, and Christian is always you know, he is actually a sex robot. So, if he feels Anna like, ready and down to clown, then he is like, oh yes, I am also activated to have the sex. Um, so, in a shocking turn of events, they have the sex. Um. Wow. Um, (laughs) So one of the things that is important to transition to, and I was all like happy because she's like, oh yes, we did something soft and great on a Saturday afternoon. I love to have the sex. It's great. Uh Um, Now, one of the things that I want to talk about is the second chance earrings. Yep. Um, But before we do that, Um, it's, we have to talk about her getting dressed for this gala. Um, so she chooses, she has, you know, like a couple of different options to choose. And she chooses this like silver gown, which sounds great and cute. Um, and gray. So gross. E.L. James, you're the worst. Um, she also chooses to do like a corset underneath, which sounded cute. Um, yep. Huge fan. <laughs> while she's getting ready, Christian, like, stumbles in, and he's, like, slack-jawed, which I thought was really funny. Because <laughs> he- she's like, do you need something, Christian? He's like, uh. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> Which I thought was, I don't know, it was, like, one of those rare moments of cute things that happens in here, which, like, never happens. Yeah, they're so rare and so fleeting. Um, I think that the city is scared that something's happening Um, that's cute, and that's why the cops are coming. Um, That's great, yeah. um, One of the things... like, we're not used to this. Yeah. Um, One of the things that, the reason why he came in to stop in is that he brings the balls back. The ball are back.
0: Everyone's favorite.
1: Yes, the balls. Um, so he brings the balls. He inserts the ball. I, it, it, it. Ha, hey,
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Talking. It like very medically. It's like so. Step one, he gets the balls. Step two, he inserts them yes. into her body.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, he does the he does the thing. What do you want me to say? Um, yeah, he does it. Okay, so the Second Chance Earrings. They're First of all, they're by Cartier, so, like... <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to steal them. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> this is our Ocean's 8. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, they sound great, but also the fact that they both call them Second Chance Earrings is like, what the fuck is this? Gross. Yes. Um, I... Wanted to know your opinion on the fact that this is a masked ball.
0: (sighs) Listen, I have a lot of opinions. The one that matters the most is, uh... Hey, what color is Christian's mask? Uh, yeah. That's a good question. Do you remember? No. It's black. Which is the wrong answer. Okay. Why... Why just not make it gray? Why just not lean into the bit, yo?
1: Yeah, especially because... So he's, like, wearing all black. Um, but, like, you could do anything. You could just... Like, why wouldn't you not do silver? Just do the this thing.
0: motherfucker really, like, loves his name and, like, puts it on his brand and, like, everything about it. Yeah. But he is given a fucking invitation to this gala or whatever... And he just wears all black. I'm over it. What? Yeah, I agree. Come on, lean into
1: the bit. Agreed. It was rude. I was unamused, honestly. Um. So they go. They don't go to the gala. They go to Dick's driving instead. (laughs) Like, no, they go to the. (laughs) They go to the gala. Um. She continues to laugh, and then she's like, "Oh yeah, I have balls." damn it and then she just is like ah balls um <laughs> yep she says that um they meet a lot of people it doesn't matter um yeah none of this matters it doesn't yeah it doesn't matter um they yeah there's a lot of like dialogue it's the equivalent of her being like business business but it's just like people people um, network
0: network network yes
1: exactly <laughs> One of the things that's important that I thought was funny is they start the, like, MC part for the charity. And um, Anna's like, oh, shit. I forgot. It's a charity event. I don't have any monies on me. And then Christian just, like, doesn't look at her but just, like, passes over a $100 bill. (laughs) And (laughs) I just thought it was funny. Because Anna's like, I'll pay you back. I promise. And he's just like, motherfucker. (laughs) Like, It's like, come on. Like, you know. (laughs) this." Yeah. We see the menu, which... Thanks, E.L. James. Really valuable. She loves a good list. She know? does. To be fair, I mean, it looked good. So thanks. Yeah, sure. Um, I was very intrigued by what they meant by the creamy Jerusalem artichoke puree.
0: Just Yeah, that's a lot of words. Yeah. There's... None of which really go or mean anything. Yeah.
1: Um, there's still a lot of talk about him being passionate about feeding children. Does he do anything about it? No. Business, business, business. Business,
0: business, business.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, we also get another list about all the things that they'll be raising money for today, which are all the like prize packs. Um, the one from Christian is the one weekend stay in Aspen that sleeps six which is from Christian. Anna is surprised to find out that he has property in Aspen and that he also has property elsewhere. And Christian's like, shut up. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Talk about it in the car. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, keep in mind, we still don't know time periods yet, but in theory, it's been a month, six weeks that they've known each other. In yeah. theory, this should have come up before. But, like, also... Sure. Guns.
0: So, <laughs> when guns come to your life, you know sometimes you don't say everything, you know.
1: Now, the one thing to keep in mind is they all start moving to um, Christian's place in Aspen, and the the bidding for this one starts at or like it moves to twenty thousand. It reaches the the going twice part, um, and. The last part of this chapter is Anna screaming um, (laughs) that she has now bid $24,000.
0: Ba-ba-ba.
1: And that's where this chapter ends.
0: I, I cannot think of a more useless waste of money. Yep. For a bit. Or like to make someone mad. Yep. You know what I mean? like what I-, I get what you're doing it's like a power move whatever you don't want this money and he just gave it to you and you're just trying to get rid of it or whatever and stick it to him I get it yeah
1: but also why are we doing this
0: <laughs> why yes why are we doing this
1: yeah I was very intrigued by the why for this for sure
0: <laughs> why? Uh, why why why?
1: um why why yeah why? <laughs> just that vine the pastor
0: <laughs> that's, yeah that's, yeah why? Why? why why those
1: are my favorite kind of vines um just like the yeah when they just cut the speeches into those little bits yeah that's um, pretty good yeah so next week chapters seven and eight nice very good but before we move on, because this will be starting at the beginning of the month, this is a fantastic time to become a new patron.
0: Yeah. So
1: if you haven't already, you know, take a look. Let us know. We always love yeah. to add your name to the list to welcome you into the vampire family. Um yeah. You may not think that there's vampires in Fifty Shades of Grey, but we don't know.
0: You don't know. Who knows? Yeah. There's not not vampires. In yeah. Of Grey. Yeah, you can't tell us that there aren't. Um, you don't
1: know what Dr. Grace does, so... Yeah. Business. Exactly.
0: Um, Vampire business. So, one of our... I want to
1: thank our patrons during this time. Yeah, and so... Yeah, yeah. Our first patron, Shannon Clearwater, should we do them as the gifts, the auction gifts, or as the menu? Let's we'll do the auction gifts. All right. So, then Shannon Clearwater... You are going to be the signed baseball bat from the Mariners. Um,
0: yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You are nice. So Katie Weber is going to be the like first editions of those Jane Austen books, uh, and I'm sure Anna was pissed as fuck that she didn't bid on. You. Yeah. Why the
1: hell? That was not not her best thinking.
0: No. No. Nah.
1: All right, and um, Simon Steele. You are going to be driving an Aston Martin DB7 for a day because Ooh. as a lead foot, what I would give to yeah. just, oof, yeah, that would be an amazing experience. Okay. I have a fan fiction for you today. This is another fan fiction that was sent to us by um, Jenna S., the jenna s stronger than the marines um that's what her s stands for and this is another one that um is very important to me so it is titled jessica stanley and the wedding that happened and it was published on july 31st of 2009 can you believe that 2009 was nine years ago stop that i'm just saying this was written by Epic Insanity 101, and it is tight, or it's described as Jessica attends Bella and Edward's wedding with an open mind and a cake lust that no man can quell. Well, maybe Mike can, if only she wasn't so mad at him, told in nine parts. Um, so I'm going to be reading from part one, how calendars are the root of all evil. I was awoken quite rudely by my mother screeching something about the price is right. Why didn't you say three fifty? She was yelling. It was three fifty. My mother was an avid game show watcher who's never missed an episode of Wheel of Fortune The Price is Right Match Game in her life. She tends to play along, but not with Jeopardy. She majorly sucks at Jeopardy. I grumbled a bit using unladylike profanity and rolled onto my side to go back to sleep until I realized it was Bella's wedding day. It was circled on my 3,650 things to be happy about calendar in bright red sharpie marker. Today's happy thing was the smell of a Christmas tree. I became very offended at my 3,650 things to be happy about calendar for not thinking about the Jews. They have no idea what a Christmas tree smells like. They know how it feels to get can of wax from the menorah dripped on your arm by your senile grandmother. The next thing I know, someone was banging on the door while my mother was screaming about the showcase. I answered the door hoping mom ordered a pizza at 8 in the morning because I was freaking hungry. Also, there's a dog outside that seems very happy <laughs> and very hungry too. No, it was just Angela. She had her dress draped her out over her arm and her chestnut hair done up in pink hair curlers. She looked like she was going to start bawling. I don't know how to get them out, she said. How can you say that, I asked. You knew how to put them in. Angela scrunched her face up even more, and a few tears started swimming in her eyes. I brought her into the house, sat her down next to my mother, and began taking the curlers out of Angela's hair. Did you just wake up, Angela sniffed? I nodded, sending the rollers on the ottoman next to my mother's feet. I kind of forgot that the wedding was today. Angela's eyes widened. How could you, Jess? This is a special time in Bella and Edward's life. "'They would want you there. "'If you weren't there, it would—' "'I yanked a roller out of her hair, "'and she immediately stopped running her mouth. "'A squat old lady on the TV started spazzing out "'because she won a new set of China, "'a fancy sports car she would never drive "'and a trip to Bermuda. "'She was jumping around, "'trying to make out with Bob Barker. "'Please, Angela,' I said. "'Bella doesn't even want me there. "'We haven't spoken since graduation.' "'Well, go for me,' Angela replied, wincing "'as I yanked another roller out of her hair. "'And Mike.' I frowned. Mike was almost as excited as being invited to Bella's wedding as the lady on the Price is Right. Then I reminded him that Bella was getting married to Edward, and his big head immediately deflated. This prompted me to get super mega pissed off at him since he's supposed to be my boyfriend. End scene.
0: Yes.
1: So, it seems really An good. Icon. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: Give me a whole <laughs> book with her perspective. Fuck Midnight's
1: <laughs> Yes, Yes, I... I Love Jessica Stanley a lot, so I would be very amused. Stephanie, please. Uh, I if they don't give us Midnight Sun for the ten year anniversary, I'm we're never. It's never going
0: to happen. Allie, Cody, don't say stuff like that. (laughs) You know it though. If if (laughs) just let me dream. Just let this episode just ends with you crying. It just fades out to your tears. Just let me dream, okay? Oh my
1: god! <laughs> As we say in Seattle,
0: Get it
1: and just dream of getting wet, <laughs> okay?
0: Dream of it. <laughs>